Hi everyone, Gareth here. Just to let you know that if you'd like to support the production of the Music Room podcast, you can. Just head to musicroompodcast.uk slash support or click the link in the show notes. Okay, on with the show. Welcome to the Music Room. This time in the music room. So, so I want to say when you have any opportunities from any kinds of project, regardless of no budget or small budget project, do your best. You, you never know where or how an opportunity might come in the future. Welcome to the first episode of the music room for 2024. I hope you had a lovely and peaceful break and now you're recharged and ready to take on the new year. And if you're not, don't worry festive period can be uh, pretty stressful for some, can't it? Maybe January is about getting back into good routines. Either way, welcome to this little oasis that is the music room. Aside from this podcast, which I hope will give you some things to think about in your music life, there's a load of stuff going on at musicroom.community, so come and have a look at that. Especially if you're starting 2024 thinking it's you against the world. It's not you, it's us. Safety in numbers. The link is in the show notes. Today, you're going to hear from composer Yaken Yu, who has been from Korea to LA and back again. Yaken has a really interesting story to tell and some great advice, so stick around until the end. But before that, music stories. Music Room guest Segan Akinola has scored a new TV adaptation of Agatha Christie's Murder is Easy. It follows Luke Fitzwilliam as he finds himself on the trail of a serial killer after meeting Miss Pinkerton on a train to London. Ooh, now Fitzwilliam has to find the killer before any more blood will be shed. On the TV drama front, Ollie Julian and Music Room guest Nick Foster have scored Disney Plus original series Renegade Nell. Uh, that series will premiere in spring 2024 on Disney Plus Worldwide. Renegade Nell, a Lookout Point original adventure series, is written and created by BAFTA award-winning writer Sally Wainwright of Happy Valley and Gentleman Jack fame and directed by Ben Taylor of Sex Education and Catastrophe fame. And those are the music stories. Yaken Yu is the winner of two major international film scoring competitions. He's completed numerous video games, commercials, animations, kids' songs, film and TV, and trailer projects. He majored in music composition at Seoul National University and is a graduate of University of Southern California, USC, where he majored in screen scoring. He's currently working with international clients from Korea, China, Hong Kong, Europe, and US. Let's find out more from the man himself. Sitting comfortably? Here we go. Yaken Yu, composer, welcome to the music room. Thank you for having me. And if I may say so, and you'll have to correct me if I'm completely wrong on this, Annyeong? Annyeong Haseyo, yeah. Annyeong or Annyeong Haseyo. Okay. And the the first one is informal, the second one is more formal? Yes. Annyeong is um, when you greeting to your friends or, yeah. Right. Okay. My first Korean best. Wow, yeah, that was perfect. Yeah. Well done, YouTube. <laughs> so how are you today? You're in Korea at the moment, aren't you? Yeah, at the moment, yes, I'm in Korea. It's, the weather is freezing cold. 
it's I'm I'm still um I don't know how to wear um my clothes um because um I I used to be in LA and then I didn't even need to wear um, a lot of clothes, but now it's like snowing. I mean, it was snowing yesterday, wow. and then yeah, it's beautiful, but at the same time it was freezing cold. So I got a cold a few times during the a few weeks, but now I'm okay. But yeah, I'm trying to find out uh, any ways how I can live in Korea. <laughs> right. So, are you newly back there from LA? Yeah, like it's uh, been like five years. I I, I had lived wow. in LA for five years, so yeah, it was kind of new. That is so. Yes, you're just buying jumpers and uh, <laughs> oh yeah, warm. Right. Wow. So we'll get into all of that uh, about. Mm. How you came to be in LA from Korea, and um, I'm really interested to find out uh, mm -hmm. about all that. But first, let's talk about Lies of P. It's an action role-playing game developed by Neowitz Games and Roundup yeah, right. Studio, uh, mm -hmm. released in September of last year, 2023. Mm -hmm. How did you become involved in that project, and how was it for you? Yeah, so Lies of P. Um, like two years ago, there was a game conference called um, G-Star. There's two main events in uh, United States. It is called GDC and uh, G3. So yeah, this Korean version of GDC. So yeah, it's annual event. And I, I always attend that event. And then two years ago, I, I found a game called Lice of P. And then I, I thought, oh, well, this game is really cool. I really wanted to score this game. I, I was just like thinking about that just myself but like my dream like came true because um like a few weeks later um lies of p team reached out to me and then said oh. um we found your portfolio um from my team composer and then actually i have a company called yk music productions i have four assistant composers and one of my assistant composer composer's friend was the team of lies of p team so wow yeah, that's it was, how it works, isn't it? Yeah, right, you know, right, right. It's it's who knows who knows who knows who. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, the team um, composer um, he found out my company website, and then he right. he thought the portfolio was really amazing and good, so he recommended uh, me to his uh, director, audio director, and then the audio director reached out to me, and then yeah, that happened. So after that, the director wanted me to try a short sample for the game and um, I did actually he only asked a short sample for main theme um, main menu music right but I composed a full version of uh, menu music and I even gave him three options as well so he really um, liked it and then yeah he wanted to work with me with the game so that's what would I you thought. say writing music for games is a bit like theater where you know the music will start when this happens at this point or when mm -hmm. the this character says something um rather than the linear way that uh tv and film is mm -hmm. um would you would you kind of put it nearer theater than tv almost yeah so i would say uh the main difference from game and film is i would say is freedom so the best thing of um, scoring Lies of P was uh, I mentioned this to any I mean, any of my interviews before, but all my cues that I've written for Lies of P was approved without any single revisions. 
So no um, way. I mean that I think that was I, I would this um, was fortunate, but actually the audio director he really wanted me to be fully creative on my on my music. So he he actually didn't give me any reference. Just um, he gave me game images and gameplay videos, and then yeah, just do your job. And then I said, um, amazing. So where did you? <laughs> I mean, just just to give listeners a, a little background, Liza okay. P is based on uh, Pinocchio, isn't it? Yeah, right, right. Yeah, Pinocchio. So, so where did you go back to that for your inspiration, or, or where did you gather inspiration from? My first uh, impression about fairy tale based game is, I thought I I should use a melody, a theme melody, because um in my memory um whenever I um, listen to um, fairy tale-ish music. There was always a memorable themes. So even though it's it's not like fantasy uh, fairy tale game, but I still think um, I thought uh, using a memorable theme for a game would be very cool. So mm. whenever I worked on any cues, I tried to use memorable themes for each cues, and it worked really well. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Well, let's go back in time. Let's. I want to find out how it all began for Yake and you, and I want to know how you got to the US and, you know, all of that. So mm. if you're ready to go back in time, shall we? Yeah, let's go. Okay, here we go. And so here we are, back in time. Wow. So how did it all start for you? How young were you when you first became aware of music? Yeah, so my very first music experience started in the church. So my father was a tenor and my mother was a soprano. They're not professional um, tenor or soprano, but they really like to sing. So the church choir used to have uh, practice sessions every week. Um, and It lasted for one to two hours. So um, because my parents were involved, I always had to be at the church during a choir practice session. So um, during the session, I used to play around with the instruments in the church, like guitar or piano. And there were also percussion as well, like djembe, conga, stuff like that. Um, So yeah, I could listen to the church choir every week. And I naturally became familiar with church music, and that was really cool. So I really loved listening to church music every week, and I wanted to play an instrument or sing, like or singing for the church choir myself as well. So I asked my parents if I can take any private lessons about music, like instruments, and they um, introduced me a piano teacher who was a friend of my mother's. So that's my uh, very first experience as a musician. Yeah. And that's an amazingly kind of strong introduction, isn't it? And uh-huh. to actually see it in action, I think is the most important thing there, isn't it? Because some mm-hmm. people kind of learn in isolation and get frustrated that they're not, I've had guests before who got frustrated that they weren't playing with other people. Mm-hmm. So to see that, as your first introduction must have been really special and especially singing. There's something about a choir, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a very special and amazing experience. Fantastic. So you've started on these piano lessons. I presume, uh, given where you ended up, 
that you took to it really quickly and and well did you enjoy that experience of having lessons yeah yeah so during the piano lessons i loved learning piano itself but especially i enjoyed playing other songs as well such as like children's song like twinkle twinkle little stars it's a bit of spider like public domain songs and also yeah. um since my background is from church i i love to play some hymns like amazing grace something like that so um actually when i when i was playing the piano i didn't really want to be captured by sh- shit music like notes but but like i really wanted to play something that was my own so um not just like children's song or hymns so one day when i was like seven or eight i was having a lunch and a melody suddenly popped up in my head like i started humming uh humming that melody and eventually wrote it down as shit music so um right. yeah yeah so it was a very short song only like four four bars long but it remains um the very first piece of music that i ever created in my life so i well, still can okay. sing that song yeah like um can you can you remember it yeah 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 it was like uh, i don't really remember the lyrics but like um, it's like very cute that's <laughs> simple song so thank you round of applause i'm going to insert it there uh that, that's fantastic that's amazing you can remember it and you know and that's really great you can pinpoint the exact moment almost yeah uh, yeah yeah i you, mean i clearly remember wow, everything that's, yeah yeah that's amazing yeah. so that was seven did there then become like a flood of compositions coming out or did you uh, relax into your teens and what happened in your teenage years yeah so um actually i think um when i was young i think i really loved music itself so not only getting private lessons from teachers i really liked um music class from school so um sometimes we play instruments or we we sing or um yeah we do a lot of musical um, activities and some people some students didn't really like the music class but i really enjoyed it so i like I was one of the top student um during the music class. And then that was the first time that I think um I'm kind of more talented in music than other people and I also I knew that I had perfect pitch. So that's why I could also yeah. re- write it down the notes when I when the melody popped them in my head. So yeah, when uh, other people make sense of it. Yeah, yeah, when other people play any notes on the piano I I I was able to write it down um without considering what note it is yeah that's very cool and you know the music room podcast that uh, I took the inspiration from that very thing the you know the music class at school mm-hmm. <laughs> it just for me it it was it's like a a comfort blanket almost you know the mm-hmm. the place you could go to in school where you felt like you belonged you felt like you were doing well in that area and mm-hmm. Um yeah so that's good to know you know yeah. that's happening all around the world. Good good yeah. So um so following school then you obviously got these qualifications what prompted your move from Korea to the US? So before answering that question I want to uh, point out um a little bit about myself and then why yeah, and then sure. I I want to explain 
why I wanted to explore uh, my new journeys uh, in the United States. So yeah. um, as I mentioned, uh, I'm a classically trained composer. So in order to get in um, music college in, uh, in Korea, we basically had to take four kinds of exams. So um, it is composition and harmony and perfect pitch and piano. So we had to pass all the exams and finally we got wow. in um, school. So that's why I had four different private lesson teachers. So for composition, um, I had to understand like various composition techniques like, like sonata form, rondo form, or variation form, and even more uh, forms. So, and then like harmony, um, I had to master all the fundamentals from like 17th century to like 20th century harmonies. And like perfect pitch test is like crazy. Like during the test, um, um, there is a test from school. I have to attend school and then take a test. So during the test, they play a piano piece with a fully autonal and complicated rhythms. They play only like play it four times and requires the, the applicants to transcribe it. Wow. So it was really hard. So like all, um, even though I had perfect pitch when I was young, but this test required extensive training. And I also studied with a perfect pitch teacher for over like three years. Yeah, like, wow. Yeah, cool. it was really hard. And then for the piano test, I had to prepare like Beethoven piano sonata or something like that. So um, like through this test and um, even um, during my um, university life, I was mainly trained as a classical composer. So like um, I'm kind of more like disciplined and trained composer. So when I was working in um, music production studio, um, I tend to write pieces uh, followed by rules. But I, I really wanted to um, expose myself to more like freedom. So I tend to write pieces like uh, classical pieces. And so, but whenever I listen to some major um, Hollywood composers like John Powell, like John Williams, something like that, I don't know how to describe it, but I could feel that their um, instinct uh, follow uh, composers. So I always start to follow my rules as my harmonies or music theories, but their music was something different. So I really wanted to explore what that is uh, from United States, especially in Los Angeles. So yeah. that was the very first time that I um, had a desire in myself, yeah. Wow. So I guess you've become given, did you say five years in, in LA? Yeah, five years. Yeah. So you've become a kind of a mix of really good grounding and, and the basic fundaments of writing. Yeah, yeah, right, with, right. With allowing yourself to freedom. Right, right, to, right. To inject Yaken <laughs> into your, into your yeah. pieces. Yeah. Yeah. And, That's really um, fascinating. I would say um, I also have another vision as a teacher as well. Because um, when I was young, I couldn't find someone who is all who is also um, have background in classical music composition and at the same time as a film composer. So usually when I find any teacher, they they're usually just a film composer or just classical composer. So it's, it was really hard for me to find someone who is something like that. 
But now um, I'm becoming those kind of people. So yeah. I really want to um, teach students or people who really wanted to be uh, professional um, in classical side and like film music side as well. So yeah. yeah, that is my another vision. So you're at USC in California. Do you have mentors or people who inspire you over there? Yeah, um, actually, I want to mention two people. The first one is okay. Gary Scheiman, and the second one is Ryan Shore. Um, I personally think um, Gary Scheiman is the best game composer in the United States. His musical color is really unique, and everyone else can notice his music by listening just a short part of his music. Um, yeah, so his music sometimes very autonomous with experimental textures, but sometimes it's really um, melodic and romantic. So I can say that my music has also influenced by his music. Um, oh, that's yeah. really nice to hear. Right, and I met Gary before I get into USC because um, I already was a fan of Gary's music. And actually I sent him an email and asked him if he could give me a feedback on my game music. Um, so he reviewed all my music and wanted to chat with me. So I called him, so he gave me his phone number and then I called him he, and he gave me a lot of feedback um, about my music and also recommend me to study in USC. So that was one of uh, the reasons why I wanted to go USC and I also worked hard on my portfolio to be admitted to the school. Before USC, I had uh, really gained experience working with various game companies since I had background in the game industry, I didn't feel a strong need for my music to be more unique. So one of the best things about meeting Gary was that he always provided me with, uh, with a lot of feedback from the standpoint of a professional composer. Not just saying like, oh, this is good, but he rather say, um, this is not unique. Make something yours, not others. So. Um, there was a um, last problem about the sound quality of my music because I spent a lot of time on developing uh, sound qualities. But he often pointed out that it sounded somewhere familiar or lacked a distinctive color. So I tried to find my own color and um, it worked well in Lies of P project. So he's still my number one mentor. And then, as, as I mentioned, um, the second mentor is Ryan Shore. I, I met him during USC. So he was one of the instructors in USC. And one day, there were um, four animation cues as assignment. And I only had to do one of those. So, um, but I really wanted to give him a good impression because I really liked his work. So I did um, the all four cues and sent him an email and asked if he can give me any feedback or other cues as well. So uh, when I was sending him an email, I attached my other portfolios with my resume as well. So he replied me the next day and said he was really impressed by my portfolio and gave me feedback about the four all animation cues as well. So I think that was the first time that he had a good impression about me. So after USC, actually he reached out to me and asked if I'm interested 
to score a Netflix animated TV series? And I said, yes, I'm definitely interested. So、wow. he gave, yeah, so he gave a few cues and I scored on it as a test. So, and he really satisfied with my work and we did a few more. But unfortunately, the project didn't go well. But he reached out to me、um, another project called Trick or Treat Scooby Doo. So I scored a few cues, including some theme music for a character called Coco Diablo.、Um, I really enjoyed scoring that cue because、um, I used an、um, electric guitar melody combined with、um, brass, like trumpet. Yeah. So、uh, Coco Diablo, her character was really unique. The director really wanted、uh, something like Latin, Latino vibe, but a villain. So Ryan asked me to use like tango rhythms like conga and djembe, but adding electric guitar and orchestra instruments at the same time. I didn't know how it would work, but、um, if I combined all the instruments together, but yeah, it ended up working perfectly. So、um, the best thing about working with Ryan was every single time when there was a feedback about my cue. He tried to explain it very simple and clearly. So, you know,、um, I'm a foreigner, but I was able to completely understand their, his feedback when he was saying something. So,、um, I could、yeah. also learn how he communicates with the directors. So, I think I learned how I should give feedback to my assistant composers from Ryan. So,、mm. he's really kind and A very talented composer as well. So I really appreciate to Gary and Ryan. I can see how those two people are incredibly important in your kind of development as a composer. Right, right. Yeah.、Um, and congas in Scooby Doo. It's like full circle back to church, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Right> . Amazing. <laughs> thank you, thank you. That is superb. Thank you for that. So I ask all of my guests to leave a, an item and a piece of advice in the music <laughs> room. For others to find, what advice would you like to leave in the music room? As I mentioned, I have a company and I had to deal with、well, different kinds of clients. So、um, I, I would love to give some tips as an entrepreneur. So、um, I know a ton of successful composers would have given this feedback, but、um, I would also say that relationship with people is really important. So, a lot of my clients are coming, actually coming from my past clients. So, they talked about my music to their friends and partners. And that is the best promotion that I can do. So, so I want to say when you have any opportunities from any kinds of projects, regardless of no budget or small budget project, like do your best. You, you never know where or how an opportunity might come in the future. So,、yeah. um, and then、um, in game projects, especially for AAA level or larger scale projects, there are times when you have to compete with other composers to secure the project. So, of course,、um, the quality of music matters, but、um, personally, my approach、uh, involves actively asking questions. And even if they requested just one short sample, as I mentioned before, about Lisa P project. Uh, I provide three or more fully completed samples. Yeah. So, yeah. approaching 
it this way and makes the client feel that I'm paying more attention to their project and yeah. make them fully trust me on the project. So I, basically, I, I love that. And yeah, sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. Um, yeah. I like the advice about, you know, if you're going to do it, regardless of the budget, do yeah. your best. Right, and right. I, I would add to that, if you don't feel like you're going to do your best, then don't do it. You know, mm -hmm. if you feel like, oh, well, it's a, it's a low budget, I, I don't really want to do it, then don't <laughs> rule it out. Yeah. You know, don't, don't do a bad job, basically, isn't it? Right, right. Would you have an item that might have helped you along the way that you could leave in the music room? So recently, uh, what I'm really focusing on is I want to, I, I had done it um, before, but I'm still trying to um, explore my own music languages, like music colors. So in order to do that, I try to find the new instruments and uh, new sounds and recording new samples for, through my voice. And especially, I recently bought a uh, keyboard called Seaboard. Rise to, oh, um, yeah. that one was really awesome. So I actually used that device for um, like two AAA games. And Seaboard is um, I don't know how to express it, but the the color is really unique. Um, the glissando and the color from synthesizer. It, I don't know how to express, but well, it's um, it's like a it looks like a keyboard, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks like a keyboard with a kind of a rubber. Uh, yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, 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 right, it? right. And then, yeah. and then you can, rather than playing individual keys, you can, you can kind of smooth over. Right, right. So, yeah, it is a really hard thing to explain, isn't it? But, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe you need um, a unique a little bit. Right. Maybe you need a little bit practice to explore what the sound is, and then maybe you have to uh, figure out how to do it. But yeah, I I found that there are some very good um, analog sounds in there. And then, yeah, it was really helpful for me to um, try some experimental sound for my composition. And yeah, so far it worked so well. Okay, that's going in the music room for others to have a go at. It's been a joy chatting with you, Yaken. Thank you for joining me in the music room. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to the Music Room podcast today. If you'd like to know more about the show or the community that surrounds it, head to musicroom.community. The link is in the show notes. Music